Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, May 10th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Food and gas prices jump across the USA. New Jersey considers paying people to get the COVID vax. Twitter going after Donald Trump Jr. New study shows the average millennial drowning in debt. Oregon considers a plan to sell marijuana to other states. Also ahead, Donald Trump wasn't the only president who despised the press. But first, Americans now spending more on basic necessities like groceries and gas. The price of fruits, vegetables, chicken, beef, and fish reaching all-time highs. Economists say increased fuel costs, decreased energy production, and a stagnating job market will only make costs go up into the summer. Remember, this is what crippled America when Jimmy Carter was president. New Jersey Governor Murphy saying the Garden State is considering paying people to get the vax. Direct deposits of $100 could help motivate some hesitant residents. About 30% of all U.S. adults fully inoculated. About half have gotten one shot. I would not, would not use tax money to pay resistors. Bad idea. Conservatives firing back at Twitter after the social network censored a tweet from Donald Trump Jr. comparing Joe Biden to the aforementioned Jimmy Carter. Said Don Jr., quote, Biden isn't the next FDR, he's the next Jimmy Carter, unquote. Twitter claims the comments caused confusion because Carter won the Nobel Peace Prize. Does that sound logical to you? A new study revealing the average millennial has nearly $30,000 in debt. Biggest factor for young adults, college costs, of course. The number of households with student debt doubled between 2001-2021. The median income for young Americans is $55,000 a year. Oregon officials facing an unexpected problem. They have too much pot. According to the state's Marijuana Control Commission, more than 2,000 growers have produced enough cannabis to supply the locals for seven years, so lawmakers are hoping to sell the drug to other states. Oregon, as you may know, has also decriminalized hard drugs like heroin, so maybe they'll do that too. In a moment, Donald Trump despises the media, but another president was almost as outspoken. Right back with that. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day pressing the issue. Donald Trump despises the national media. We all know that. He believes its hatred of him led to massive corruption as false stories, often based on fallacious anonymous sources, brutalized his administration. He is correct in that assessment. The historical fact is this. Never before in America has a president been as vilified as Trump. However, most chief executives also loathed their critics, but did not confront dishonest press coverage as publicly as Mr. Trump has. Harry Truman hated many American media people. In a private letter to his Secretary of State, Dean Acheson, Truman wrote, quote, We have men in this day and age who are prostitutes of the mind. They sell their ability to write articles, which will be so worded, as to mislead people who read them as news. Prostitutes of the mind are skillful purveyors of character assassination and the theft of good names of public men and private citizens, too. They are the lowest form of thief and criminal. Unquote. Give him hell, Harry. Any disagreement? Alert Americans know that most of the media is no longer in business to seek honest information. The corporations that own the national press pretty much dictate how the news will be covered. Studies show that about 90% of reportage on President Trump was negative. Approximately 65% of the coverage of President Biden so far has been positive. In fact, most of the national press likes Biden and loathes Trump, so the stats are not a surprise. In 2008, President Bush the Elder, certainly not a bomb thrower, wrote me a letter that said this about the national press, quote, I think there is clear favoritism for the liberals and for the Democrats. Of course, I may be biased because some, like the New York Times, they are the worst, mercilessly hammer the president all the time. Of course, George W. Bush was the president. There is no question that Trump, Truman, and Bush are correct. The left controls the national media, and if you want to participate, you have to promote liberalism in your job. It's as simple as that. Of course, that erodes freedom, because the American citizenry is not getting fact-based reporting in order to make responsible decisions. Propaganda now rules in the good old USA. The United States was founded on the principle that individuals should be able to live their lives free of tyranny. But today, massive corporations have imposed media dishonesty on we the people. Will they pay a price for that? Maybe. TV news ratings are drastically declining. Many newspapers are folding. Karma? I think so. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. Also, please check out my new book, Killing the Mob, already a big bestseller. Thank you.
In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Despite decades of public education campaigns surrounding nutrition, the nation's obesity epidemic is only getting worse. Data from the CDC shows a record-setting 40% of middle-aged adults are overweight. That's 90 million Americans. Major factors include lack of exercise and, of course, diet. U.S. adults routinely rank snacking as the biggest obstacle to losing weight. Here are some of the favorite options when indulging in between meals. Number five, the simple cracker. Popular brands include Ritz, Triscuits, Wheat Thins. The treat is popular with parents and children. On average, the typical American eats 20 pounds of crackers every year. Next up, candy. Top sellers, Snickers, Skittles, and our most popular, M&Ms. Approximately 400 million of these little chocolates are produced daily. That's enough to fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool each day. Number three, cookies. America's favorite, the Oreo. Americans spend $800 million a year on Oreos. That's 34 billion cookies. About 100 per person. Who knew? The second spot goes to potato chips. The typical American ate seven pounds of chips in 2020, last year. Believe it or not, the first potato chip was actually a prank. In 1853, a customer at the Moon Lake House restaurant in Saratoga, New York, kept complaining that his French fries were cut too thick. Annoyed, Chef George Crumb sliced them razor thin, fried them up, and presto, first batch of potato chips. Finally, the number one snack in the USA, according to a survey from WebMD, peanut butter. The food was invented by Dr. John Harvey Kellogg of Kellogg Cereal in 1895, as a protein substitute for elderly patients without teeth. Today, 92% of American households keep a jar of peanut butter in the cupboard. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.